Good evening and welcome to Sporlitics, where sports and politics mix and mingle. I'm Stacey Johnson. Joining me tonight is Aguna, the Nigerian moderate Republican, Keith, the constitutional conservative, Stephen, the independent thinker, and my cousin Todd. We have a full show for you this evening. The Federal Reserve leaves interest rates unchanged despite a stubborn inflation. Dozens of injured Palestinians, including Americans, have left Gaza and arrived to hospitals in Egypt. NASCAR with Stephen and Speaker of the House Michael Johnson tests his new power with a risky gamble on Israel. James Harden has left the building, that's the Philadelphia 76ers building, to go to the LA Clippers or Paperclips as he sits waiting for the deal to finalize. The FBI director, Christopher Wray, warns about threats to Americans from those inspired by the Hamas attack on Israel. The World Series continues without the Philadelphia Phillies. <laughs> the, uh, the Texas Rangers lead the Arizona Diamondbacks 3-1 to one as the game starts tonight at 8.03 p.m. President Biden has a primary Democratic challenger, Dean Phillips. Do you know who he is? We'll talk about him in college football. How's your team doing? My Auburn Tigers won as guns in the United States outnumber people. Can you believe that? Um, so uh, Associated Press examines a nation, our nation trapped in its cycle of gun violence, the amendment versus the commandment. Do guns belong in churches? I can't wait to hear what Keith has to say about that. Do you remember the NFL? Well, I do, and especially our Eagles. We'll talk about how your team is doing in week eight. Round by round, Tyson Fury knocked down and beat Francis Ngannou. But my question is, did he really? We'll get comments from our resident former professional boxer, Stephen. That and more, if we can fit it in, first up, Stephen with NASCAR. Well, how one race can change everything. Okay, wait, real quick. This is my costume that I had yesterday, and it's it could be one of three people if you're kind of astute with what, what's going on in like different genres of the world. But if you can guess, but I can't leave these glasses on because it's, it's a little hard on me with the, the light and everything. Sorry, I'm being a, a child. But, so, well, wait, we don't know who the, the costume was. Right. Now, I'm um, no, you got to guess by the end of the show. <laughs> okay. Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, I'll, put, I'll put it back on later. Who do you say? Would you <laughs> say? Never mind. No. Who do you say? <laughs> he said Jeffrey Dahmer. That's exactly right. That's who wow. I want to Todd, you are, I knew you were a student. You were right on time, man. Look at the glasses. Come on, man. How crazy is that? No, but it's it's not, it's really I didn't go into that I didn't go into Dahmer, but that was one of the three people that I had picked out with these glasses. I just found them in, in the in the house. Oh, so they're not my glasses, uh, but that was good, Todd. That was really good. 
All right, let's get back to racing. <laughs> this is the last race. It's going to be Phoenix. Uh, Blaney won Martinsville, which was amazing because I said, you know, Bell just came off a win. He just just had a, had a win the week before. He's going to his best track. He's going to win it all. Nope. Now we have Blaney in the lead, and they're going to Phoenix. They were at Martinsville, and now they're going to Phoenix. Well, guess who has the best record at Phoenix for the last maybe seven, eight races is Kyle Larson. He averages eight. I want to tie, I want to tie to guess. Guess uh, what? NASCAR. Who had the best record in NASCAR for the last seven races, Todd? Who was it? Oh, um, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Charles Barkley. Close. It was Evil Knievel, but that was really close. Oh. So, Kyle Larson uh, is, is the best, but, but Blaney is the second best. Uh, Larson is at, uh, averages an eight. Uh, Blaney is a, averages a 9.3, which is really, really close. So anybody can win this. Whoever wins this race wins the championship. It comes down to it. This is, the, this is for the whole enchilada, and it's going to be really interesting, and it's going to be enough to drag me away from – uh, the NFL for a little while to watch some racing and, and see what happens, see who wins the championship. I do hope uh, after everything's settled, all the dust is settled and everything else, that, that uh, Kyle Larson does win. He's won it before, but he's a really great guy. He's great for racing. Everybody loves him. So if he wins, it's going to be a party all over, all over the country because nobody dislikes him. He's like Dale Earnhardt Jr. kind of guy. Everybody – is cool with him. So if he wins, but if anybody wins, they win and they're all good guys, but I, I would like Kyle Larson to win, but we'll see what happens. That's what I'm going to put my, I tell him I'll put my nickel on. All right. So as you're putting your nickel on that, you want to talk about how in the world that guy Tyson Fury beat him looking the way he did in that boxing match. And then we'll go to cousin Todd because Todd thinks he knows a little bit about boxing too. But you're our resident former professional boxer, Stephen. So tell us, how did he win that? Tyson Fury is a is a beast. He's a freak of nature. These guys come along every now and then. Like uh, Tyson was a freak of nature. George Foreman, Ali. These are just these are just freaks. He happens to be one of the freaks, and he got knocked down and he got rocked. You could see his head. You could feel that. You could feel it. It's just it looked like a. a a, a huge baseball bat swung by Bo Jackson was hit in the side of his face and he went down. This is, this is tremendous that he even got up, that he wasn't knocked out and he came back to win the fight. Um, There's it, always going to be controversy with boxing. Everybody's, you, you, we all know this. This goes back a hundred years or more. The boxing is, can be really screwed up like that. But I think right now Tyson Fury is the best boxer that we have right now. Pound for pound, even the little guys, big guys, he's just something about him is un, 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 out of this world. So, you know, if, if you don't think he won, um, maybe he yeah, did. I don't Stacey. think he won. So, cousin, okay. cousin no, I'm sorry. I don't want to. Yeah, everybody, yeah, everybody's got a viewpoint and a perspective. And I, I appreciate yours because I can see where you're coming from, too, Stacey, on, on that. Exactly. Well, when I 100%. saw him. So, Cousin Todd, when I saw him, Fury, get knocked down, and like you said, Stephen, it looked as if, you know, that was a pretty good, you know, he he hit pretty hard. Well, he didn't hit as hard as much. It looked like he was he was tired, you know. Mm. Uh, he looked like he didn't have that much strength in him. And when he got knocked down like that, Cousin Todd, I thought 
he was going to take a few more knockdowns. He wasn't just going to be out, but he was going to take a few more knockdowns and then lose it. But Cousin Todd, why didn't he? Well, I think uh, Apollo Creed really won that fight. Yeah. He did get knocked down, but he got right back up. Sort of like Rocky. Yeah. Okay, so that means Todd did not watch the fight. Stephen, uh, um, Keith, anything for you? You're on mute. Yeah, yeah. From a um, from a perspective of um, you know, one, I used to uh, I've boxed and I've done all that. I used to compete in martial arts, and uh, you know, I definitely I got out of it because of the um, pounding. I mean, I, I could uh, people can only take so much to the head. And this guy, I don't care how tough you are, strong oh, you yeah. are. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I, and I think mm-hmm. Todd would agree with me on that. I mean, well, you know, I, uh, concussions and stuff. They always talk about concussions with uh, football players, but they don't yeah. talk about concussions with boxers. You know, these and guys. Much they, do. they always talk about concussions with boxers. Oh, they do? Oh, okay. Don't you, Steven? Well, Steven. Yeah, they're much worse with. But they don't make movies. They don't make movies about it and stuff. I don't. I, I don't. Yeah, I, I guess it's just everybody's going to take hits to the head. If we're going to have sports, you're going to take hits to the head. It's going to yeah, be bad. Man. So for some people, it's going to be worse than others. Some people have brains that are so strong that it takes so much of a beating and it can still go on. But some yeah, people man. are born with a brain that they, can, they can't take too much. You know, might, maybe a slap in the face and they can't hardly talk anymore. You know, so it's everybody's. Okay. Yeah, that's right, Keith. Everybody's an individual. Like so. Okay. <laughs> no, um, I wasn't casting any boxing. explosions on any of it, body here. Okay. Boxing, of course, is much more brutal than, say, baseball brutal. or soccer. Anyway, boxing. Baseball to the head. Baseball I to the head. Know that, I didn't know that Keith was. Uh, and boxing, I knew Stephen was, but now I understand why you people think the way you do. Too many hits to the head. I, I, you're right, Todd. We're not we're not going to argue with you on that. We had too many yeah. hits to the head, but you know what it did? It it knocked some sense into us, really. Right. Is that what your mother said? Thank you. That's Steven. what she still says, even though she's been gone for eight years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, watch it, Todd. No, I talked to her in my dreams. No, I talked to her in my dreams. <laughs> Yeah, we have some um, breaking uh, sad news. If you can look at the screen right there. Oh, no. Remember him? Even Todd may remember him. Yeah, he's Um, cool. Bobby Knight. (laughs) Yeah. Basketball coaching great dies at age 83. Well, that's a good 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 long one. Well, he was younger in this picture. He was, oh. he, was, he was not 83 in this picture. <laughs> right. Okay. So does anyone talk about, I remember, does anyone talk about how they remember uh, Bobby Knight and what type of coach he was? He was a little bit like, uh, who's that guy who plays McEnroe, who plays John tennis? McEnroe. That's how Bobby Knight was. I remember for Indy, for Indy how, what type of coach he used to be. Does anyone want to talk to uh, Bobby Knight and what type of coach he, you Steven. remember him being? Yeah, I, I would, because he was he was exciting. He was fun. I mean, he was crazy, and it was hard. But, you know, he was a winner, and he, he pushed everybody to the limit, and he was crazy, and he went nuts, and McElroy went nuts, and Tyson went nuts, and these people that go nuts is super entertain, entertaining. It's a lot of fun. So, you know, I like Bobby Knight. He threw a chair across a – uh, uh, the chair that was on the side, or you know, all the way across the, the basketball court. It's just nuts. But 
he was effective, but he he was living the, the energy of that moment to the max. And sometimes people do that and sometimes people don't. But if you live like that, I, I'm amazed he lived to be in his 80s to be that intense. He must have really relaxed when he got older and chilled out more and went to the beach a lot or something or took nice trips somewhere. I don't know. But he was wild and crazy, but he was, but he was still entertaining. And he it was, was passionate. Fun. Yeah, it was yeah, passionate. Aguna. Yeah. Maybe Aguna knows. Aguna. Aguna knows. Um, breaking news, Bobby Knight, uh, basketball great coach, dies at 83. Do you want to comment on how you remember him as a coach? Yeah, I remember him as being just the face of Indiana basketball. You know, he's, like Stephen was saying, he's very passionate. Um, and not only uh, Indiana basketball, but college basketball. You know, you had, uh, you know, multiple coaches within the – college arena, um, if you would. And Bobby Knight was one of the head coaches along with some of the other notable ones from Duke and North Carolina. So yeah, it's, 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 it's sad. Unfortunately, we're at the age where we're losing a lot of the greats. I know he was born probably right, probably in the forties, probably. So you're, you're getting, you know, he lived a long fruitful life. 83 is a, is, you know, is is pretty, pretty good, but still doesn't make it any less, you know, just painful around just the fact that we're losing some of these greats that were in, were born in the forties, but yeah, it's he's a great guy, great coach, great player too. He was also a good player. He I think he won um, the NCAA championship as a player, if I'm not mistaken, but um, yeah, so it's good. And of course, Indiana was always in the final four, especially like in the eighties and things like that. It, it, they were going to the final four pretty, pretty often. So he was, he was, he was definitely, definitely a legend that's going to be missed was he one of the most winningest basketball coaches was that one of the i think i know he um probably i think he had to be yeah we're losing the world world war ii generation is uh just about gone yes bob knight uh he must have been if he's 83 he was born 1940 and it says according to espn.com he was the sixth winningest mm. coach in division one men's basketball college basketball history with three national titles at indiana and one uh, undefeated oh. one an undefeated season not since matched and that's incredible to have an undefeated season in college Especially you know division one we basketball. always talk about match yeah we always talk about march madness you never know who's going to win and who's going to beat who so you know to for him to do that is incredible Uh, Cousin Todd, did you want to comment? You're on mute, Cousin Todd. Todd, I was glad when he won uh, the World Series, and then he was a great coach. His team won a lot of hockey games, and I think he was just one of the great. Todd, you're confusing people. America first. You're confusing people, Todd. All right, our thoughts, prayers, and our our heartfelt thoughts and prayers go out to the family of uh, Bobby Knight. Um, Let's start. I don't know if you guys remember. Let's start. Oh, uh, you remember the NFL? I thought it was Bobby Jindal. My bad. Mm -hmm. Oh wait, the NFL NFL is over this year. The NFL is over. Before (laughs) we go to the NFL, let's let's go to the NBA uh, and Aguna. Let's start with the big Harden Harden trade. I mean. You like it. You like it, Aguna. You like it, right? 
it's all right. Come but, on. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm okay with the fact that he had to go. He had to go. Um, yeah. Harden is a disappointment, though, if you think about it in the grand scheme of the sport. Right. You look at the teams he went to and what they could have been versus what they turned out to be. Oklahoma, Houston, Brooklyn, Sixers. And now we'll see what this latest chapter with the Clippers is going to look like. But, I mean, at some point you got to say it's you. You know, it's not the owner. It's not the coach. It's not the player. It's you. The fact that you have to go and get bounced around and you're just basically quitting on the team and you're forcing this trade and you don't you want to pout and all those. I mean, yeah, good riddance. I mean, unfortunately, I think the Sixers had something good going last year, going into the playoffs. Um, but you saw how that fell apart, and Harden had to do had a lot to do with that. Um, so we'll see if um, we'll see how it plays out. But yeah, good riddance. We'll see. He's an LA problem now. We'll see if that chapter, if this book, because Harden hasn't won a championship. Now I think he hasn't won a championship. All these teams he's bounced around, and and even he, if he would have went to Brooklyn, I thought. But that was like a power team. You had Durant, Kyrie, Harden. You got these guys, and they they still couldn't get it done. So um, we'll see. Hopefully the Sixers are doing pretty good this year. So, I mean, it's only a couple of games, but we'll see how it plays Wait, out. We just started a couple games. Cousin Todd? Uh, I disagree with Aguna. Uh, I think he was one of the greatest running backs there is. And now that he's been traded to the Flyers, you'll see. You're going to be sorry. Todd, <laughs> you're confusing people. <laughs> I'm I'm confused. Aguna doesn't even care because you know why? Aguna is on Dubai time. Aguna just returned safely. Yeah. We're very happy he returned <laughs> safely from Dubai. We couldn't tell anybody he was over there because we didn't Dubai. want to do anything to him. Is that a porn site? Dubai, <laughs> Dubai. Yeah, wouldn't you wish, Ty? Wouldn't you wish? Right? No, it's not a porn site, Ty. Hey, stay in America. Stay in America for a little while, man. Don't go out anywhere. Stay Why? Out they put, they put a flying band. They said stop stop flying abroad for just a minute. Let things kind of calm down. What are you over there for? Business or just vacation? That's his biz. I went over there for a vacation. I wanted to go see the. You, you know, don't I have to tell me. Not the pyramids, but what I would say, did you go see the pyramids? No, I didn't go see the pyramids. I went to Dubai, Todd. And I, I would not with, say that. You know? Stephen and Keith would say that. Yeah, I had, a, I had a friend that went out there and loved it. Loved it. Said that the it people is, who went over there is, said they unique, had a camel. As, they had a camel as a pet. Yeah, but I heard my friends went and I heard. And I did try I heard some camel. That, like, I heard that one suit is like fifty dollars. It's very expensive. It's very expensive over there. Um, one one thing I know we're we're in the show, but one thing I will say: there's no crime, no crime, no homeless. So that you mean to tell right? me they don't have any type of gun control problems? Nope. Nope. No crime whatsoever. I can leave my cell phone on the sidewalk. Walk away, go down the street, and, and nobody will bother. You can leave your car running, and nobody will bother because there's no crime in Dubai. I do that anyway. Hey, I leave my cell phone. I leave my cell phone at the gym. I leave my cell phone at the gym. I come back every time; it's there. You know, because and it's not like I'm not talking about the West End or anything. <laughs> well, you know, there's not saying, too much. If, if you act up, 
if you don't have a job, there's no homeless, there's no begging for money on the street. It's if you're not productive, part of society, they kick you out the country. Oh, they send you here. They send you to America. If you're not productive, they send you to America. (laughs) Not there. I don't know about America, but they don't. They say Serenara, Serenara, you go to America. And it's like an How honor and a privilege. Because it's only 15%. They said, like Sarah you go to America. 85% Wait, of the population is from expats from other places. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't aren't contributing so it's a big, it's to a big society desert, or the right? economy, they're going to send you home. Yeah, they take yep. advantage of their oil. Yep. They take advantage of their oil over there, like we should here, but we don't because we have bad uh, management. Uh, right you now. know, actually, not in Dubai. Dubai is mostly tourism. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, but the oil, the oil around them keeps them going. No, no, money from you keeps them going. Money from me. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, they they sell oil. Yeah. They don't buy it. You know. Yeah. Well, you, we used to sell oil too, but they they did a coup and ki- and they didn't let him win the uh, uh, an election. What? Okay, thank you. Let's let's move we, on. We used to distribute um, oil. Global economy. We, we sell I, oil. So Aguna, we are very happy that you and uh, you made it back safely, yeah. and uh, that was a blessing um, because it's pretty scary out there now. Um, World Series tonight, 8.03 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You see the screen. The Texas Rangers will go against the Arizona Diamondbacks who beat the Philadelphia Phillies. The Texas Rangers are leading the series 3-2-1. And uh, the question is, how is uh, Arizona, you think, going to be able to Diamondbacks come out of this hole? They're, they're Anybody not, have a comment? They're not, they're not going to come out this hole. They never should have been there to begin with. <laughs> the police stole the game from us. They they stole the game, and part of it was, you know, we did the biggest choke job. It was the biggest choke job since, like, the last game at the vet. I mean, it's the biggest choke job since McNabb, like, threw up in the Super Bowl and all that. It, just, <laughs> it was just a complete, utter meltdown. It's probably one of the biggest – chokes jobs in Philadelphia sports history. And that's saying a lot because there's been a lot of choking in Philadelphia for a lot of times, but it took us back to just why Eagles, Phillies, Flyers, Sixers fans get so cynical and bitter when it comes to sports because when things are lining up, when you got the whole city, you know, everybody's behind you, everybody's excited, you're going up against this Arizona team that just doesn't have a chance. They don't have the hitting they don't have – I mean, it's just like you you should steamroll this team. And what happens? You're up two games. You're up two games, right? You go down and you even steal one in Arizona. So you have two games at home to close out the series and you drop both of them. I mean, only in Philadelphia will a story or a tragedy play out that way in grand fashion. So, but, yeah. But, you know, why, are we even, why are we even talking about those games right now? Because that's not relevant. What, what about the World Series now? You don't think – But getting you don't to. think Arizona – You don't think Arizona, Arizona can win? Do you, you don't think Arizona can yeah. win? No. They can win tonight. So They have better pitching. The, they can the, win tonight. The Red Sox were the last team – Were the Red Sox the team that came back from, like – who was it that came back? Well, that wasn't even in the World Series, though. 
I thought that was in oh, like you know, no, 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 Aguna. I'm sorry. I'm just talking about winning the game tonight. They can win the game tonight. Game tonight. I'm talking about coming yeah, back that's all I'm saying. Series. That's all I'm saying. Right. I mean, they. I, I think they can win the game tonight. I yes. Don't think that's all I'm saying. Serious though. I don't think they're right. Gonna... Exactly. Yeah, I'll go along with that. But I'm, I was just talking about tonight. Yeah. Right. You're talking about. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I, they, they, I don't yeah, know. Still another game. But I don't know if they're going to win it. Wait, Nas is on. Uh, but I don't know if they're going to win it because Dusty Baker told them that Dusty Baker's the manager from Texas Rangers, and he told them that he's going to retire after the season. So I think the Rangers are going to work really, really hard to get a win for Dusty before he gets out of there. Um, Nas, or uh, he's pretending to be Julio. Do you want to comment on the World Series? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you mean, Dust, Dusty's with Houston? What, what do you mean? Oh, I'm sorry. I got it mixed up. I don't know. Let me look that up. Yeah, I think so. You don't what know what you're talking about. Everybody's interchangeable. Everybody's interchangeable. You don't, don't know sports, Stacey. You have to learn <laughs> sports before you come He's always got to hide his identity. Is baseball truly a sport? So, okay, I'm sorry. Um, let's see. He just retired then. But he, I know I got the right about the retirement part. Yeah, right. Yeah. He did retire, but I just got because yeah, you know why I got him mixed up. I'm gonna tell you why I got him mixed mixed yeah, up. Because both Texas it. teams, both Texas teams were just playing each other before Philadelphia lost. So mm. I, I did get him mixed up. I apologize yeah. for that. But I knew Dusty mm. Baker was retiring. Right. And Todd, Dusty Baker does not use a hockey stick or a puck. So don't talk about people being confused about sports and you don't know what you're talking about. Bye bye. <laughs> Uh, uh. <laughs> well, y'all doing a lot. Uh, no, no, the, the Dusty thing is kind of sad just because he was getting a lot of pressure uh, from Astros fans who are kind of unrealistic and weird about the most random game ever, which is baseball, meaning we see a team like we do right now, <laughs> the Arizona Diamondbacks in the World Series, where statistically that should be impossible because they're not good but somehow they made it happen. And they've been putting all this pressure on Dusty, even though Dusty basically came in and cleaned uh, their reputation because after that World Series they won uh, with the trash cans and all of the cheating, uh, Houston was being looked at in a, in a certain way. And they had to bring Dusty and his reputation in to kind of clean that up. Clean so it's up. ugly that they're kind of pushing him out the door to a certain degree. But, man, that dude's already a Hall of Famer as a player. And with this chip he already has, maybe he gets in as a manager as well. So Dusty Baker, uh, one of the greats, man, back when, you know, black folks really liked baseball. baseball. So let me show for Cousin Todd. I'm going to show a picture of Dusty Baker because I know he doesn't have a clue about what he looks like. So this is what Dusty Baker looks like, cousin Todd. But that's a younger picture. He doesn't look, oh, look. like that anymore. That's a that's, a that's a younger picture of him. Yeah, he's wearing my glasses, man. And and, and just for cultural re re uh, relevance, uh, he was born in a day when you could get a nickname like Dusty, where if that was your nickname now, you would be fighting every day at school. Like if kids <laughs> called you Dusty, that would be a serious, serious, serious <laughs> accusation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to the most important sport in the world, the Soccer. NFL. Let's let's talk uh, Aguna. Yes, yes, it is that week. It's Cowboy Week. It's Dallas Week, and this is where all Eagles fans are coming out of the woodwork 
and uniting <laughs> under the hatred of the so-called America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, this is a big game, big deal. And yeah, I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there to witness this thing. Because I gotta lay eyes on and see exactly how this thing is gonna play out. There's a lot of question marks going into this game. And like in many, in a in a in many typical for most seasons, Cowboy fans are very confident, they're overrated, they're delusional, all those things because they think they're just gonna come into Philadelphia and steamroll the Eagles because, you know, Cowboys have just been so phenomenal this year. They just destroyed the Rams, right? Now Dak Prescott went from, you know, from being run out of town to, oh, he's playing at this high Super Bowl level and all this other stuff. Week to week is something different. You know, the 49ers game is forgotten about. Now it's all about, hey, you know, he's proven himself. He's a leader. He's all this and that. So we'll see this. It's going to be a big game. I think it's going to be a good game. It's always a great game between these two teams. Aguna, you, you don't have to pay yourselves as the underdog. Y'all played in the Super Bowl last year. Stop it. <laughs> but no, 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 but again, is the, there's reality, and then there's the Cowboy fans and expectations. And those are two different things. And the NFL, and being the entertainment league that it is, plays to the cheap seats. They sit there and they make the Cowboys feel as if they're relevant because it's a moneymaker for them. And they're going into this game thinking that the Cowboys are playing at a high level and the Eagles aren't, even though the Eagles, they're beating teams they're supposed to be. They're not, they're not beating them in grandiose fashion, but they're yeah. at least beating good teams. You know, Miami is a good team and the Eagles handle mm-hmm. them, right? Mm-hmm. The Cowboys have not beaten a good team unless it's the Jets which beat the Eagles. So, therefore, in a Cowboys fan's mind, we beat the Jets, they beat the Eagles, even though the Eagles had to turn the ball over like four times and, and hurt. Jalen Hurts played one of the worst games in his last that, two seasons. Was that Miami, that last game? That last game when it was 17-17? to 17? That was the Commanders, and you That's saw what happened. Now, oh, mind you, in that game, game, and I'm not, I haven't lit to Steven yet because I know he's given up on the season, so I can't kick him while he's down. Right. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the Eagles pulled <laughs> the ball twice inside the five yard line. All right. They they fumbled the ball twice as in the five in the in the five yard line and they still won the game. That to yeah. me does not happen when you turn the ball over like that, unless it's against yeah. the commanders, because yeah. you know, you, Sam, I mean, um Hal was looking good early on. He was lighting it up. He was I mean, he was looking good. He was there was no way we could have stopped him. And then all of a sudden, I don't know what happened. I think, you know, I don't the Eagles defense finally woke up. Um, they <laughs> made a couple plays, and mm-hmm. you know, we got some turnovers and the Eagles. And then Vegas made the call because you can't tell me, you know, everybody Here we go. is not rigged and all this other. What was the line on that game? Six and a half, right? So the line on the game is six and a half. The Eagles go up 14 to up, – up by 14 with less than a minute left in the game – and all of a sudden, Washington, who hasn't been driving the ball at all in the second half, drives down the field and gets a touchdown in, in like, garbage time. Right. And now all of a sudden it's a push, right, and Vegas wins. Because what if the line was six right. and a half? And they yeah, – yeah, come on. Yeah, you're right. I'll tell you. You're right. Uh, <laughs> you know what, what does that mean, so what does that mean for somebody like Kevin Todd? Yeah. 
There's some shenanigans I'm going on. Not, I know Todd is going to be ahead. I'm not interested. We're talking sports betting. We're talking football. <laughs> and I'm, we're talking talking logically. Right. So well, it's like, I know you don't want to be part of the conversation. Logically. Oh, give me it, a break, it, Republican. It, it sports makes a logical man like Aguna go to superstition all of a sudden. And it's not superstition. Vegas, <laughs> Vegas, you just have to watch. Vegas made the call. I don't care what you say. You're right. So, You're right, Aguna. You think it was right. That they scored that touchdown for no reason. Aguna's right. It's money. It's money. Okay. It's all money. I want to ask about this game. You're going to Sunday. This Sunday? Yeah. Yeah. In Philadelphia? So, I am free Sunday. So wow. where are you sitting? What kind of seats do you have? You want to go to the game with me, Todd? You want to go? I want you to buy me you a go to ticket. Game with me, Todd? I want you to buy me a ticket. You can't I'm buy a ticket now. I may let you pay. go and sit in one of my seats, no. but I may not. No. I'm, but you're going to have to pay me some money, Ty. I know I'm you got money. Pay. You, got, you got that camel. I just came from Abu Dhabi, okay? Yeah. Okay. I know camel when I see it, and you, that's a camel <laughs> scarf you have wrapped around your neck. Yes, I do. In did. fact, it, 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 was, it was probably, you know, and some herdsman was riding that. Abu Dhabi. It's Dubai. How do you get Abu Dhabi and Dubai? They're right next to each other. They're all right. Also, you went to Abu Dhabi too. Yeah, I went to Abu Dhabi. I went to Abu Dhabi to see one of the biggest mosques in the world. Yeah, you would do that if you're traveling overseas. You would one next to each other. Anyway, um, listen. If you're not buying me a ticket, I'm not going. And you would have to be sitting in some expensive seats. Because <laughs> of time, making... you don't want to go to that one, man. They're going to have to open up that jail under the stadium again. This is Philly fans <laughs> again. Now. But it, no, it, it, it is going to be very contentious because I know a lot of yeah. Cowboy fans that are going. And they, <clears> for some reason, you know, Eagles fans and Cowboy fans get beer muscles when they're in the stadium. It's like ancient Rome. You know, yeah. they just want to be, just want to polarize each I mean, other. Aguna and I have gone to, he has been nice enough to have me in his expensive seats oh, good. Um, between a Philadelphia and, and a Dallas game. And you know what Aguna did? He what? made friends with the Cowgirl fans. Oh, wow. I did, again, I look, not all of us are bad. I mean, again, we can't control this stuff. We're here to be entertained. There's no reason Yo, why you should have Have a good time. Have a good time. That's right. We booed who? Y'all booed Beyonce. He didn't. He wasn't even born yet. That was like in the seventies. That was in the seventies. That Santa Claus story is an urban legend. Okay, the Santa Claus. No, it actually happened. Hey, but Aguna, Aguna, it was a Santa Claus impersonator, and they booed him because he was drunk, acting bad. He was acting right, it wasn't people. a real Santa Claus. It was. It's not the real Santa Claus. That's right, Aguna. Can we no, move on? It wasn't you guys really aren't talking about. You guys are wasting on. my time. Red, but, you're not talking. You're wasting my time. But, but can I tell Aguna? Aguna, about football. You're wasting my time. He wasn't the real Santa Claus. There's a real Santa. And there's a fake Santa. He was a fake Santa. We got a lot to cover, and you guys have wasted my time. Can we still talk about football for a minute, Stacy? Yeah, we, we got to talk about the commanders and their fire. Yeah, we got to talk about the commanders. Quickly. I mean, the commanders. Hey, they almost, beat the Eagles, they almost beat the Eagles twice this year. So, you know, that's something about it. You don't get, you you don't know, get rewards for almost. What does it mean? It I know, but swept. I'm saying, I'm just saying. We got swept. That's fine. We got swept. We lost two. 
We lost two great players. Well, Young's okay. He went to um, uh, Frisco, and uh, Sweat went to Chicago. So the, ga the game's over. So anybody that's got any survivor pool or whatever, bet against the Redskins. They've given up. They're just another team that gave up. Uh, another team is uh, Arizona. They gave up. They gave up. But to piggyback on what you were saying Laguna, earlier, watch out this week because even the real sharp people love the Eagles this week. Everybody loves the Eagles. So much is on the Eagles. Watch out for Vegas and, and MGM and companies like that. They're going to take over, and they're going to make sure that Dallas either covers or wins. So keep just keep that in mind because this game is the know, biggest the, game of the week. Everybody's high mm -hmm. on the Eagles, though, because the Eagles have struggled the last couple of games with turnovers and efficiency on offense. So I don't know I if know. everybody's just – I think there's a lot of hype on the Cowboys. C.D. Lamb suddenly is this elite receiver. Dak Prescott now is playing lights out because he just destroyed the Rams. Because yeah, the they, you know that's not right. Yeah. You know that's not right. You know that's garbage. That's what they want well, people to say. What I'm saying is be careful. Be careful because they might let Dallas – then they'll at least let Dallas cover. So I'm up, I'm probably gonna take Dallas to cover. Why do y'all watch the games if y'all think all of them are fixed? Why do y'all watch? Because, because uh, we can we, you can still make you can still make money on things that are fixed. You just have to go where the uh where the people who fix the games want them to go. You gotta see where the script is going, right? So you gotta see where the script is going. It's happened. Hey, hey, hey Aguna. You remember Miami won. Miami scored seventy points. The next week they lost. Another right. team did really well. They were the darling. They lost the next week. It happens every week because Memphis Vegas Memphis makes all the money, man. Yes, it happens Memphis every week. Lost Nobody three games in a row. Wins. They lost three games in a row. Yes. Now yes. they make this blockbuster yes. trade. And now all of a sudden they're still down there, even though they haven't won since almost September, they're like, okay, now they're the darlings again because of Chase Young, right? So But it's for the Eagles. It's for the Eagles to lose. It's all for the Eagles to lose right now. Okay. It, it's right. Eagles. Well, we it's, 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 okay. You got, you got okay. it all set up for you right now. You guys are like talking about let, let me just say all this, right. Stacey. The Eagles aren't oh. playing their best football, meaning they're not playing mistake free. But they are finding ways to win because they're the best team in the NFL right now. They're seven and one. So even though they're not playing their best football, they are winning, right? So we'll see uh -oh, going into this Steve game how that translates. They can translate into playing up to their competition or playing down to their competition, but still, even in the Jets game, which they lost, they had opportunities to win. They just didn't take advantage of the situation because they had the ball two minutes left. They were driving throws an interception, and then the, and the, the Jets were able to run away with it. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, we'll we, we, yeah, and we, I, I don't we, think we're going to let the Cowboys just come into the blink and just beat them down like that. Yeah, we, we can boil this analysis down to whoever scores the most points is going to win. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, you and, know, and why are we not even talking about the Falcons, though? Uh, why are the Falcons not even in oh this God. conversation as, yeah, as being a good team? Yet. And I'll tell they you why. You know in your heart why, Nas, is because the Fairweather fans – don't care. No, they can, they're going to win this week. Falcons are going to win this week, and they could win the division. Because they play the Vikings without Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins got Right, but they could win this week, and they could still win the division. Okay, I am bored. We got to move on. Listen. We're talking football, Aguna, time. I was What do you want us to joking. talk about? Your scarf? Where did you get the I scarf from? Fine, Todd. Go ahead. We've Tell lost. It, it, it must only, be. Hey, Todd. Do you have any is oil? Is it cold in there? What is yeah, it? Yeah, do you have any oil heat? Oh, my gosh. Stop in the name. 
Look, you want us to? Yeah, I can send you a space heater. Do you need a space heater? I was only See, joking. Now, can about, we go back to talking football then? No, I was only right. joking okay, about going to the game. I was only joking about going to the game with you. I don't want to go to no games with you, and I think you have cheap seats. James is coming into town anyway, so I'm really busy. I just was making a joke. James, I'll take one of those. I'll take one of those cheap. Oh, a friend of mine. Uh, a friend of mine lives in Florida. Is coming to Philly Friday, and uh, there's too much information. Back Todd. Monday, okay. I can't you the one to ask. Life, all right. You said you wanted Tom. to go to the game. Now you don't want to go to the game. Stop no, playing with emotions, Todd. Get it if together. I was, ahead, you would have Stacey, to buy three tickets if you want me to go to the game, and they can't be cheap. Now, hey, next week, and I'm going. Huh? Okay, I'm stopping this. You all won't stop. I don't. Next weekend, I'm going to the Gaza Strip for a week. Town. I'm going to the Gaza Strip for a week. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a out to Laguna. I want you all to stop. Thank you. Tragedy is unprecedented in the Gaza Strip. The UN organization says after a trip to the area, um, Keith, some Americans were able to make it out. Uh, through to Egypt as well as some Palestinians to get help. There are more uh, supply uh, trucks going into Gaza, but today they bombed a another area, Israel bombed another area um, where a lot of uh, a refugee camp. Refugee camp. So um, you want to comment on how we can stop this? Well, uh... If I tell you what, if Hamas suddenly says, "Okay, we're going to surrender and give uh, and move all of our bases, all of our military bulwarks uh, from uh, populated areas of uh, non-combative civilians," then yes, we can talk about a solution. But as long as they build their uh, their uh, works, their missile sites, or wherever they and their tunnels. They build them under cities, they build them under hospitals, they build them in, under schools and libraries everywhere uh, that you would find non-combative uh, civilians. That's where the Hamas is. So it's very, Israel has a very difficult task ahead of them. Mm -hmm. I like the fact that uh, in the beginning of this, they dropped leaflets saying, get out of Dodge, we're going to blow this place up. So that gave people a chance. However, the terrorists would not allow the uh, Palestinians to leave. I'm talking about the uh, civilian, the innocent civilian population. They wouldn't let them leave and they wouldn't let Americans leave. So it's going to be and a tough so, battle. So what do you do fight. if you're Israel? Kill the innocent people anyway? Well, Israel are experts at this. They've been dealing with this for years. So I'm going to let uh, Netanyahu is a great leader. And uh, I think that that's going to, you know, I'm going to let them decide what to do on that. Well, well, let me stop there right there and say that your views are your views individually. It doesn't necessarily, your views on Israel Hamas doesn't necessarily represent the views of Sporletics. They are your personal views. Um, right. Cousin Todd, well, your comments on. Well, that is already established since we started the show. I don't think right, anything like Stephen and Keith. Aguna doesn't think anything like. Okay. Well, you, you know, Aguna you guys does uh, think a little bit like them. 
Sometimes. Uh, do you, what, I mean, when he wants to make friends. Stacy, does that apply to all of the people on the show or just me? Does what apply to all the people on the show or just you? Well, the statement that uh, my views are not necessarily the views of Sporletics. That applies to you. It applies to everyone here. Your views are, are Keith's views. And okay. everybody's views are their own views. That's right. right. So when it says on here, CNN.com, IDF says fighter jets struck Hamas complex and militants in the crowded camp. But the hospital director says at least 80, 80 were killed, the majority women and children. Stephen, how do you justify that? How do I justify it? I didn't have anything to do with it. So how, oh, what, what is your okay, comment about on. it? But this is, but this is a war that they didn't want. This is a war they didn't ask for. This is a war that's been happening. Like I said before, if people keep just just punching you in the face every day, and you turn the other cheek. How many cheeks do you have? A thousand. Israel's been doing it forever, and it just seems like, just on the surface, it seems like these people just want to just beat them down, rape their women, and kill their children. And then when we try, when they try to go back and say, all right, we're going to do something about it, then everybody's like, no, we're mad at you. No, what did people did that, that they, went, they went to a peace festival and they shot up a bunch of people. They raped a bunch of people. They set people okay. on fire. They cut babies' heads off. This is what they did. So when they did that, it's F-A-F-O. You F around and you find out. So they okay. get what's coming to them. But what I would like was what Keith said earlier. I'd love for the Hamas or Palestine, these beautiful people in Hamas, Iran, whatever. Everybody just give up, say, hey, we're sorry. Give up all of the, all of the people that they took prisoner. Give all of them back and say, hey, we want to work with you on a two-state solution. We're sorry about what we did. The people that were ultimately responsible for the atrocities they committed, we will hang them publicly or cut their heads off. And we, are, we, are, we, we pray that you will accept us as decent human beings now because we haven't been decent human beings. And let's all get along. All right. Let's, all, all, let's right. all get around in the prayer circle. And let's all get along now. Because those you, Todd, people I that did that, that right. I want the Palestine people to say, those people that did those atrocities, they're not with us. And we're sorry. And we'll help you kill okay. them. That's what I want. All right. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, uh, Aguna. Or Todd. Todd and then Aguna. Go ahead, Todd. I know you've been dying. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. I just wanted him to stop talking because he's redundant. But um, uh, we know that's what you want, but that's not going to happen. Surprise! So uh, I hate surprises, Todd. So the Palestinians are innocent. They they're not the terrorists. There's a terrorist group that did that, and they're holding the Palestinians hostage. So, what are you to do? Bomb them anyway? Or do you uh, use restraint? Which I think they should use restraint. Because too many innocent children and women are being killed, slaughtered. Now, I hate it that Hamas did that to uh, Israel. 14,000 people? That was outrageous. But it was then 14,000. It, it was like 1,400. What did I say? 14,000? 14,000. 1,400. Hey, you have 1,100 here. Pretty soon you have a lot then, of people. You know, whatever. Then you can't retaliate and kill a bunch of innocent people. 
Now, uh, they're not trying to kill innocent people. They're trying to kill Hamas, but Hamas hides, hides behind innocent people. Right. So innocent people are getting killed because Hamas, because they're a bunch of punks, because they're a bunch of wimps. Okay. And they hide behind okay. women and children so That's they so can say, oh, we're not doing this. These are, Israel's bad. They're killing babies. They're killing, okay. no, they're trying All to kill right. you, but you hide behind the baby. That makes okay. you the bad guy. And so really, okay. if you look at just Steven, all the Stephen, Stephen, Stephen. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. He let you talk. And I'm, 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 I'm mute. I'm mute. Okay. So anyway, and I'm you got to sum it up, Todd. I guess I will have to now. Um, look, Steve, this boy finds everything funny when it comes to Stephen. I can't. Oh boy. All right. Thank you. Okay. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this I, is why, I wanna, this is why you can't I want to say something after after Aguna finishes. I want to say one thing to Steven after Aguna finishes. A, you want to take away Nas's time. This is like No, no. Ridiculous. That's okay. Go ahead. Before we change uh, topics, I want to say something to Steven, and that's it. Okay. All right. So, you know, this is why we can't have a serious conversation about this, <laughs> this topic is because any type of a mention of Israel showing restraint, knowing that this is it's not this is not a, a equal fight. You know, they they use terrorist tactics, they being Hamas, which is supposedly the democratically elected government of Gaza in the West Bank. They use these terrorist tactics because they are desperate. And they're going up against a billion dollar army in Israel. I mean, make no mistake, Israel is and can level Gaza, level the West Bank. And it's funny because what Stephen is talking about, he threw a lot he threw a lot of red meat out there, right? He's saying, hey, they need to come, they being the Palestinian people, need to rise up, overthrow Hamas, hold them to justice, and then go to Israel and say, look, we did this, let's talk about the two-state solution. Mind you, if you understand this, this issue and topic, Israel has been encroaching in the West Bank, encroaching in Palestinian land, provoking certain actions from the Palestinian people. For years people, and years right? and years. For years. So, and, and you have to come in and bring both sides to the table. Yes, Hamas is hiding behind civilians. They're doing all this. But it's interesting how Keith wants to hold Palestine and Hamas to a higher standard than Israel. If you have a hammer, you can crush an uh, insect, but it takes restraint to say, you know what, you know, if we need, if we really are about peace, we need to lead the situation and not just say, hey, you know what, we were provoked now and now to kill innocent people and blame it on, because that what's happening is Hamas knows that they can't defeat Israel in a fair fight. They're using terrorist tactics. They're also, they also understand Israel. They know Israel is going to come in there and level the whole place and that is going to bring more people to the table against Israel, which is what's happening. It's, you're giving them what they want by attacking and killing all these innocent. The more babies that are getting killed in Gaza, the more women and children that are dying, the more the Arab world looks at Israel as the combatant and the one that's being aggressive. Okay. Because they can show okay. constraint and actually, and again, if you want peace, you're going to have to look at both sides. I'm not saying Pal the Palestinian Hamas is right, but Coming from the U.S. perspective, and you heard Joe Biden talk about it, he was criticized for it, but when they talk about constraint, when they bring up ceasefire, 
And yet Yahoo says, no, there is no ceasefire. We need to eradicate the enemy. But even people within Israel are saying, wait a minute, how are we going to level Gaza when we have our family members and everything in there? What's the strategy around, you know, so, what's the negotiation? You know? so, so let me ask at the end of the day, if Israel is the is the power that it is, is power and constraint, is power in negotiation, knowing that you, you have the hand hammer to level everything, there's a there's a there's a perspective there that you can get what you want. Now, when you don't, you allow the opposition to provoke you into a response, which they know, they know when they every rocket they fire, they know that Israel's gonna okay, come yeah, back with you. all kind of iron dome and and um, and fire and brimstone. They're counting on that. That's part of their propaganda. That's part of Thank you, what they're doing. So to think that, oh my God, Israel's actually accomplishing things by leveling Gaza, I think that's a that that is that's naive at best. But they want all the Jews, they want all the Jews to die. They're not gonna stop until all the Jews die, and then they're gonna come after the Christians. And some people on this show might be affected if this happens. Are you talking who is they? Who is they, Steve? Iran, Iran, and all of their terrorist organizations that they support with American money, with American so money. I got to move on. Because they're doing it right on. now, um, and they're in our country right now. And they're okay. Stop, 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 stop. I got to move on. This is a picture of an airstrike in uh, Gaza. If that was the case. They would have tried to do it. They haven't done it. Not yet, is, because the borders I, are still I'm wide talking. open. They have reinforcements coming in. Our thoughts and prayers go out to I'm not making anything up. I'm telling you the truth. Our thoughts and prayers go out to those who were killed and their families. I know there was an Al Jazeera reporter who was reporting on this, and he lost his wife and his children while he was reporting on this in Gaza. So it's a horrible thing. But we are with Israel. We have United States has no better friend than Israel. So uh, let's not mistake mistake that. Um, let's move on to gun control in America. I was trying to get Nas in, but somehow we lost him. Let's move on to gun control in America. Uh, Keith, I want to start with you. Is there, does, do churches or should churches or should churches, yeah, it's, it's not me. Should churches, oh, Nas is back. Nas, did you want to comment on Israel and Hamas and your... Nas was, Nas, Nas was cooking his mess. Israel Namaz on your, uh, your opinion. How come uh, when we get yeah. into politics, you hear that noise? I don't know. It's the CIA or FBI trying to shut us down. Yeah, so ultimately, Amnesty International, Doctors Without Borders, even the United Nations, uh, have basically declared this uh, genocide. Uh, we're looking at a situation where international law is being violated. Uh, the Geneva Convention is being violated. No, it's not. Uh, it's called it's 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 called a thing. Collective punishment, where you've decided that bad actors have done something, and you're going to collectively punish a group for those things. This is this is a war crime. So what's being done is not only one of the worst things we're ever going to see in our own lifetimes, but to kind of add on top of that, like this is something we really have to think about. This is a new day. We may see a tipping point in this situation because the propaganda reporting on this has been so poor 
And typically we take uh, the side of whatever we're told from the Israeli spokesperson. But what's happened is through international reporting, a lot of these stories get debunked and these, you know, really terrible stories that we hear about to get people's emotions involved. Uh, you find out that those things aren't true and actually they're doing the barbaric things. So this this is a terrible situation. Uh, this is really going bad for Joe Biden. I think this is going to stop him from ever having a chance of being reelected. Uh, good luck winning Michigan uh, without without the Arab population in Dearborn, Detroit and everywhere else who is calling the White House and calling their congressmen and asking for some type of answer about a ceasefire and for Biden to say that's a no go. Uh, to me, which is just the beginning of, of of something that could be reasonable as far as a ceasefire. Uh, I think they need to take well, the next I mean, step. And, go ahead. So the question would be, you know, first off, my question, and it, and it could be to you, Naz, or anyone else, where is the Arab world in helping with relief, and especially with health care for nah. the Palestinians? Yeah, so the blockade stops any aid from getting in and they determine when something is going to get in. We've had a declaration of war uh, from the Arab world. Uh, we're, we're seeing more countries speak up. Actually, South America has been the most local. They've removed their diplomats from Israel, condemned Israel at the UN, where we voted not to have the ceasefire gone. And, and again, this is a tipping point because we have worldwide news. We have access to more information than we used to. So when we're told these these stories about human shields and things like that when you're talking about a really small area and you have x amount of people per capita there's actually nowhere to go so when they tell them hey you guys better leave we're going to bomb this area there's actually nowhere to go especially considering the first day of the uh invasion when they bombed the people who were supposedly going to you know seek refuge elsewhere so that that's where all of this gets really messy. And ultimately, we're going to have to have a one state solution. I think that's the ultimate goal to have full citizenship and rights for everybody within that nation for what it used to be for 700 to 1000 years uh, before we got this thing that we have now to where basically this is a apartheid state that is abusing and oppressing people. And of course, eventually those people are going to fight back. And when they fight back, they take that as a claim for more territory. So I, I don't so, think this can so, continue with just with the way conditions are and the idea of, okay, the ceasefire happens and then everybody goes back to square one. Well, square one for them is apartheid. So, you know, th that's not a reasonable answer either. It's not apartheid. So, so this so is going to get really So heavy. let me, so let's talk. It, it's already heavy. I mean, I don't think it's going to get heavy. It's already there when you have Netanyahu saying there will be no ceasefire. And then you have... Christopher Ray of the FBI of the United States saying because of this, they are getting warnings of all sorts of horrible terrorist attacks that can happen in the United States. How do we protect Palestinians and Jews in the United States and especially on college campuses? Let's start with Cousin Todd and then Oguna. That's a difficult one. Um, I think people should be able to voice their opinions without fear of retribution. I had heard about uh, companies wanting the names of people who were um, protesting against Israel so that they won't hire these people. I think that's wrong. Um, 
this is America. People have a right to their own opinion. Mm-hmm. And I, I just don't want there to be uh, 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 wars at school. Uh, I, I don't know how you can prevent uh, people from having opinions. And so I, I don't know what they're going to no do. No one said prevent on them from having opinions. Keith. Well, when they voice they said their was, opinions, you call there's a Keith? difference between. I, I know I was moving on to Keith, but if you oh. want to be named Keith, we can call you Keith. That's, no, that's no problem. Um, but my point is, no, you can't keep people from voicing, voicing their, their opinions. opinions. What we can do is keep them from acting on yeah, they do. hatred. Yeah, they do so keep Keith, people. How from do we keep them opinion. from ha- acting on hatred? That's for you, Keith. Well, let's see. We can prepare the people to overcome uh, terrorism, and we do it through education and training. And that we should have been doing for years. I mean, that's what the founders gave us the Second Amendment the right to keep and bear arms shall not be in. Fringed, even that if you're a, insane, they said that the even reason that they said mental that health is, issues, the reason they said well, that you is, can't have a gun. is because it's self evident because of what we are doing, what we see right now happening in Israel. I don't know if the people on this show are aware of this, but Israel, since 1949, no, he never answered the question. 1949. 40, well, let me answer my let me answer Stacy the way I want to answer, please. In 1949, when Israel was, or in 48 when they were established, but in 49, the legislature of Israel passed a a law that it says here, and this is based, this comes from the American thinker. I know that Nas doesn't like this uh, publication, but I just wanted to uh, share it with you all. Opposition against uh, private ownership of firearms goes back to the founding of Israel. The second law based it says passed by the legislature was confiscation of all firearms and ammunition uh, from the people. The average citizen had no right to own any type of of weapon. It says whatsoever. If he had been caught, they would have been uh, jailed and for years. Netanyahu, Netanyahu, after October 7th, he lifted, he he found a way, I guess he basically said that he would... uh, uh, you know, his government would loosen the restrictions on private gun ownership in Israel and expand the licensing of weapons for thousands of, of uh, civilians. That is how you solve the problem as far as on the uh, inside, the interior, just like in the United States. If okay. people start one, one other one more point, if people start attacking, if we get that kind of terrorism here, they know and I'm sure they're aware that there are people who are armed and trained. I'm talking about ordinary okay, citizens. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Um, I've got to move on because it's already 830. We don't have that much time. You guys went on and on about nonsense about NFL. Wasn't, and wasted time wasn't the, uh, well, just Stacey, to that point, wasn't that mass shooter armed and trained? Yes, and he was. Insane. Yes, he was. But he didn't. So let's there go were, on, there let's no go on to gun and That arm shooter was probably a victim of the CIA. They produced the CIA probably produced him. He's probably an agent of the CIA. Of course, it's always an excuse. But he was armed and trained. 
Thank you. But nobody Let's go shot on it. to the gun control in America. Should there be should. guns in churches? Um, Let's start with trained. Keith and make it very quickly. Stephen, yes. Aguna, Nas, and Todd. I would say yes and, for the reason. I'd say yes for the reason that I just stated, and it's right here in the Bible. Talked about uh, the king. King gave uh, permission to for the okay, Israelites to be armed, and all of the people okay, were armed. Aguna. But we right have a there. constitution, isn't doesn't that don't we have a constitution to go against the king? Yeah, no, constitution based on the Bible. Oh, okay, I, I, I'm, I, I'm just I don't know. It sounds like you want a monarchy though. You All right. Stop asking Aguna. Stop asking him questions. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm sorry. What's the, the what's the question? What's the question? Um, Stacey? We can't have oh, a conversation. I was I was dealing with some hypocrisy Gun? over here. I'm sorry. I'm we can't have a conversation, Aguna. We I'm can't. Sorry. Have hey, talking about geez, the commandments. The question, stop. Excuse me. Excuse yes. me. Are we talking about commandments or uh, uh, amendments? Or are we talking about guns in churches? Should there be guns in churches? Considering that we're seeing these this uh, 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 lack of gun control, there are more guns in America than there are Americans. How how do we control this? Should there be guns in churches? Well, we got um, more cars. Uh, this is a tough one because at the end of the day, you know, a lot of religions are. Now, if you're a Christian, don't you believe in turning the other cheek and anti-violence? Thou shalt not stuff? kill. So, you don't turn, you can't turn the other cheek when you catch when you catch a bullet. A lot, a when lot, you catch a bullet a in your okay. cheek, you can't turn the other cheek. Can I cheek. finish, please? Thank you. So-called Christians on this show want to use violence and kill everybody. All right. At the end of the day, you know, it's up to that individual religion. I know certain religions okay. don't want any type of weapons around. Because again, if you go look at the Bible, and I'm not talking about Thank the you. Old Testament, I'm talking about the New Testament. The reason there's a difference right. between the Old Testament and New Testament, right? The New Testament okay. is because Jesus came back and had a New Testament with man. So he was like, look, all that fire and covenant. brimstone in the Old you mean Testament. A new covenant. I'm not a new covenant, right. right? That we're not doing that stuff anymore. This is what you need. You need to look at the Beatitudes, look at the things that we do to our neighbor, love one another. In fact, there was only one time. This is like this is like Todd talking can I about finish? sports. Please, can I finish? Can I finish? Please? Thank you. <laughs> there was only one time that Jesus Even lost is next. His, his temper in the New Testament. It was when the selling of indulgences in the temple. He got mad right. because people were profiting and turned off his over word, and they were profiting off his father's word. So they were bastardizing. They were bastardizing the the testament. And so he came in there selling indulgences, selling sacrifices, and he flipped over all the merchant stuff. He's like, get out my father's house. He chased them out, right? Just like people on this show bastardize the testaments and they use, they use certain script. Okay, thank you. Thank you. To the benefit of man. And that's what Jesus was again. So for the hypocrisy okay, thank the you. on this show, and you know who you are, we are watching you and we know what you're doing. You, and you, I'm watching Stacy, and I'm going to see how quick she cuts Stephen off. There's right, nobody. Ahead, you got to the rest of the end of the show, Stephen. Go ahead. One of the people that that I really respect when it comes to religion is Keith, and I think of it's course, a really real insult. That's a real insult for of you to say something about Keith like that, Aguna. Okay, that's a real insult. I'm I'm serious about that because he, okay. he's, he's, he's a real. He's a, wait a minute. He's a true believer, and he's a humble. No, I can't even. I can't. I don't want to go in that with you. I I'm just saying. Deal with the question, Stephen. All right, Deal look. With the question, Stephen. Yeah, okay. All right, I will. I will. I will. In, co in colleges, 
right now. They, colleges are teaching people to hate to hate Jewish people. Colleges are teaching people to hate Jewish people. So no, that's not they have, true. Oh yes, it is. And there's colleges people that are teaching people. There are people. Jewish. There are people that are in and 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 uh, there are schools being harassed because they're Jewish. And uh, and people who who are for Palestine or are, are, are harassing them and like torturing, like trying to do things from look. It doesn't matter. It's it's because stuff no, he's reading something off the dark web. You no, know, what I'm saying is, people, if you want to carry if people right now, wait right now, everybody on this show, if you can have it in your state, carry weapons on you. Don't work. Don't listen to anybody else. Carry weapons on you. You need this right now. Because the times are that bad. This is not this is not a drill. This is not a drill. Right. You gotta do it legally. But what I'm saying is if you should be able to go into a church because people, people, Islamists are going to be shooting up synagogues and churches. So if you have guns, shoot them back, shoot them back out the door. Shoot them out the door. Carry your gun, Stacey. That's what I'm saying. Because there's people who want peace, and there's people who want everybody dead, and they're Islamists. Okay, Julio. Julio. Yeah, I'm here. I'm just waiting. And all this hate speech. You can't wait. You have to start talking. You know you're a passive aggressive. You're gonna drown. You're gonna drown in the truth. You're gonna drown in the truth, Lagoon. That's right. They're the ones who want to kill Jews and Christians. All, all of them. Christians all and Jews do not want to kill Muslims hey, or Islamists or anybody. We don't want to kill anybody, <laughs> but they came, want to kill us. Came, but um, we're the bad guy. Aguna, we're the bad guy. The Jews and the Christians are bad guys because we want to live and let live. How crazy is this world? How crazy is this world? Can I get an amen? I came from a Muslim country where they had a synagogue next to a mosque. Next to a Catholic church. And they were all getting along. So I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah, so... Yeah, so just quickly. Years ago, I got the chance to speak with Dick Gregory. Rest in peace to that brother. A great giant humanitarian. And this this topic was being thrown around at the time. So I asked him about it. And of course, he yelled at me. And he ultimately said, uh, if my God can't protect me in a house of worship, and I feel like I have to carry a weapon, then I'm not really a believer. And then he started doing that sound and really getting real loud and yelling at me. But he was really adamant about not only faith as a reason for not only your belief system, but the idea that your God is much bigger than whatever topical thing that's going on in the news or something that's happening in the world. And that fear and God cannot exist in the same place. Mm. Praise him. Interesting. And her. No, 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 no. I got to move on. I'm out of time. But you see how Nas went? He made his point. It was succinct. He didn't keep going on and on and on and on and on. He made his point. Oh. But with um, I, this gun control is a problem. Two were killed and 18 injured in Florida shooting. Uh, one person killed and nine others injured in a shooting in Indianapolis uh, Halloween party. And 15 people shot at a Halloween party in Chicago. 
Uh, we have to do something you, about you control in America. This does not happen anywhere else. Go ahead, Cousin Todd. Good. Um, that, that now, Stephen and Keith will never discuss this um, uh, psychopath that shot up those people. Um, and he had uh, guns. And I can remember years ago, I said to um, Stephen and Keith, you should be mentally evaluated before you get a gun. And of course, Stephen and Keith said, you, well, you should be mentally evaluated before you get a driver's license. And so this is the kind of stupidity I deal with. You should be mentally evaluated before you are able to get a handgun, number one. Number two, <laughs> if you are mentally unstable and you check yourself into a mental institution, one thing that should happen is you should be asked, sir, do you have any weapons? The answer, yes. Sir, may we go and take your weapons as they're going to court to get a judgment to take them? You're simply asking out of kindness. But the judge should order the police to go and retrieve, right in his house, retrieve all of his weapons because he is obviously mentally unstable. Now, Second Amendment, look at this demon, Stephen, close your legs and marry me. <laughs> Yo, he got a scarf. <laughs> and a hat. He's the devil. Oh. Anyway. All right, Todd, we're out I of time. I am the devil. You have gone Look, too long. I am the devil. I'm tired. Oh, my God. I think no, yeah, I'm the devil. You should all no. wear scarves the next time. <laughs> oh, you, are, you all weren't on in the beginning. Is that a scarf or asked, an ascot? Is that an ascot? He asked, that's a scarf. He asked the question, <laughs> who am I? Who am I? When he first came on, and I said, hmm. <laughs> 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 what was that name again? Not Ted Bundy. But, um... Jeffrey what? Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer. No, but look, 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 look. You could also say Hunter S. Thompson. No, that was, a, that was another one with Dahmer. these glasses. Hunter S. Thompson. No. But look, look, look. All right. All right. Sorry. I got to stay. Here. With all the right. glasses. Stacey, let me finish this. Look. Dahmer. But no, Napoleon, okay. Napoleon Dynamite. So it could. Okay. We'll talk about that later. We're out of time. Um, I want to talk about in the roundtable, we have a lot to cover, a few articles from Keith. Keith, I don't know if we have time to cover all of them, but I do want to cover a few things we didn't cover uh, in our regular agenda. Wow. One is, we'll start with Keith, then Aguna. I mean, Keith and Stephen, Nas, Aguna, Todd. One, um, Speaker of the House of Representatives, Mike Johnson, says he spoke with Senate Republicans Wednesday about his controversial Israel-only aid package in an effort to gain their support. Let me show you this article. I want to talk about how he will fare making this type of uh, gesture and not adding aid for places like Ukraine. So that's the first question. The second question would be about um, the Federal uh, Reserve keeping the interest rate the way it was and how that's going to affect our inflation. And then thirdly, Keith can talk about his uh, his articles that he wanted to discuss. So Keith, um, I'm going to make you um, next to last because your articles have to come in. Stephen, first thing, um, 
the Speaker of the House. You see this article here by abcnews.com. It says he, Speaker of the House Mike Johnson today discussed uh, his controversial Israel only aid package to gain their support, telling them he wants to get an additional aid for Ukraine passed, but the Israel aid will likely have to move through first and separately. Stephen. Uh, well, I don't want to give anybody aid. I don't want to give Israel aid. I don't want to give Ukraine aid. I don't give anybody aid. We, we're Our country's hurting right now. I want our people to get aid. I want the people of this country to get something because we're giving all this money out. We're printing money or we're taking tax money and everything else we're doing. I want our people to get something because our people are hurting. And you know what's hurting the most? The people that I know that are the poorest people. They're getting hurt the most and they're just desperate as can be. But we're, we're, we're taking all of this money and giving to Ukraine billions and billions and billions of dollars so their people can live good and our people are not living as good. This is not cool. Okay. This isn't cool so, at all. Steven, so I don't even want money for Steven, Israel because Israel doesn't Steven, need our money. Stephen, yes, Stephen, yes, the please. next thing, the next thing is the Federal Reserve, and not raising the interest rates or keeping the interest interest rates the way they are, considering uh, stubborn inflation in the United States. Were they wrong to do that? No, they kind of have to do it right now because things are, like I said, things are really hard on people that are just trying to make it, and and then this is the people I know. They're having a really hard time making it. If they raise interest rates again and everything is harder and money's harder to get and everything's and loans are hard to get, it's not helping right now. People, this yep, country, these people that are that are not way up here wearing like camels across their neck and going and flying to the beautiful places in the world. There's people that are this down down below millions of people. He said wearing camels around her neck and flying to place beautiful places in the world. He was talking specifically. And I'm not begrudging anybody. I'm not begrudging anybody because I, I I hope everybody gets to be able okay. to do everything that they do. I'm just saying that there's people that are really hurting and they can't even, you, you know, they eat rice and beans. They can't even afford rice or beans. Pull yourself Thank up you, by Aguna. your bootstraps. No, I'm not talking Aguna, about please. me. I'm fine. I'm good. I'm Aguna, good. I can go to, I can go to Dubai. I you can wear like a camel. A I can put. I can put like a, a real camel Why around my neck. I can put an actual camel around my neck. Yes, I worry about people that are that are in pain. Liberal alert! Liberal alert! Okay, go ahead. Yes. What's the question? Cut off. Yes. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna go to Todd, then I'll come back to you, Aguna. Because why? What did I do? Go ahead, cousin Todd. The first. I think the interest rate should stay the same because people are trying to buy houses right now. And if the interest rate goes up, then uh, some people are going to be jacked. I know three people that are buying houses right now, and they're wanting to, are looking for houses, and they want the interest rates to stay the same. Um, they can still go up. If you buy a house, it can still go up, even though they didn't move the prime rate. It can still go up because it doesn't. That is not a direct correlation there. So yeah, but they'll work with you. People will work with you. Okay. Go no, we're talking about the prime the rate when companies are losing money. Speaker it doesn't house, necessarily trickle down to consumers. Um, the, uh, the Speaker of the House, he, uh, nobody really knows who he is yet, but he. The Israel. But, his, yeah, his I'm getting to that. But he is showing who he is because when you want to split this thing up. Now, what is the purpose of splitting it up if you intend to give Ukraine the money? Just not today. We'll give it to him next week. But we'll give it. That doesn't make any sense. You're going to give both countries the money. Let's do it now and get it over with. What are you going to wait? A month? Six months? And then give okay, it? Thank you. It's silly. They need it now. If you're Aguna. going to give it, give it now or say we're not giving them any money. 
Okay, yeah, so for all these people on here talking about don't give these people money, don't get do you even know what the aid is? Do you even have a breakdown of what that means? Because there's yeah. military aid and there's humanitarian aid, and all of that goes in the form of contracts to US companies to provide these goods and services, right? So this is nothing more than uh just a shuffling of the deck, if you would, when it comes to this money. They're not taking one blank check. One billion dollars here, Ukraine, do whatever the hell you want to do with it. No, it comes in the form of things that we are injecting into our economy to influence theirs. So this whole notion okay. of, hey, don't give nobody no, anything. Okay, you're actually cutting, you're actually hurting U.S. jobs by saying that because this goes to, no, it's, it's going to our companies to provide that stuff. Look it up. I don't have to make this up. I'm a part of that whole deal making process. Thank you. So anyway. Now, Thank when it comes you. to this interest rate, this is where people have uh -huh. to be careful. It depends on inflation. I mean, if right now the Fed is saying that inflation isn't getting out of control, so they're going to keep it steady. And again, this when they say don't raise interest rate, that doesn't mean the interest rate on your house is going to go up. As soon as they raise the interest rate, it doesn't mean it's going to go up. It doesn't mean it's going to go down either. It's based on what lenders want to lend you the money it has no direct now if you look at how the bank itself makes money and hedging its, bet against, hedging its bet against bonds bottom line of it is just because the fed doesn't move interest rates doesn't mean it's going to make it easier for you to buy a house right or it doesn't mean because we're in a point in this country where house values are going up because of inflation and other things and the cost of the in the interest rates have gone up so people, and that means that there's a very small segment of the population, previous homeowners who are driving the housing market because they they have an existing home or they have some equity that they need to. So at the end of the day, inflation is what's the driver. And right now our Thank economy you. is just doing too well. We're, 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 at a, we're at a point where we're making a lot of money, we're providing a lot of services, we're doing all these good things and salaries have gone up. So goods are going up, and that's what inflation is about. So the Fed has to Thank raise you. interest Thank rates you. to slow that Julio. down. So it's important Thank for you, you to know that dynamic, though. So it's not like, hey, it's, but companies love to use the interest rate in order to say whether or not they're going to hire, fire, and all this other stuff. So that kind of drives that aspect of it. Well. Thank you, Julio. Julio. Yeah. So yeah. So for the second question uh, about the funding, uh, basically we are pot committed already, so the funding has to continue. To explain that in an easier way, uh, let's say you're two payments away from paying off your car and you and your wife decide, you know what, we ain't paying that no more. Let them come take the car. Well, they could come and take your car and you only had two payments left when you could have just kept paying because you were already what? pot committed. So similar thing with this. We've already put so much money into this now to let the project fail would basically be setting all that money on fire uh, to the previous thing, the inflation story. Ultimately, this this is the story that is being driven in the wrong direction. Inflation is a problem and does have to be addressed. But the bigger issue is greedflation. That would be corporations who are not only charging us more for less as far as products. The things that Americans are actually complaining about are the things that hit them in their daily life. Commodities. So the pr price of gas, heat, electricity, water, their water bill, uh, all of the things that they have to pay. Those are the things that are stressing Americans, not the things that inflation kind of entails, the things Laguna was getting into, the big scale things, uh, the smaller scale things are the things that have to be addressed. And again, one party did put that bill up a year ago to address companies and say, hey, 
we're going to make sure people aren't getting price gouged in the market. And the other party decided not to vote for it. And here we are. And, you know, when you say that, I think about the worker in Detroit who works for the car manufacturers and he doesn't make enough money and he has to buy his family expired food cans, uh, canned food expired. But yet the CEOs of those major uh, Michigan uh, uh car manufacturers make millions and millions of dollars. How do you well, change that, Stacey? Well, you, that, you can't change that. You can't change that, means, that. The enforcement of it means an expansion of government, which people are against. It means more regulations. It means more investigation than the price gouging. And, and one party is against any nature of that because it, it, it okay. stifles capitalism. We were built on mm -hmm. capitalism. And just like Stephen said, what can you do about it? You're just stuck. So just deal with you're it. Just stuck. There's no uh, way to change that. There's ways to change it. Everybody can't hear you. One person. And now it's time for Keith. We're out of time. Keith, uh, your comments on the articles you wanted to discuss. Well, the articles that I want, want to discuss is real real quick. Uh, one of them I part I already mentioned, uh, and that was about the uh, opposition, you know, to Israel uh, citizens, Israeli citizens having guns. Uh, here's something in addition to it. This is what I wanted to discuss real quick, and it's not going to take long. I wrote it down because uh, Nas, you know, referred to uh, something that I know quite well. This is my area, so I need to respond to it. He, talked about, the, he talked about the biblical aspect and uh, Dick Gregory. You know, Dick Gregory made that statement, but he was wrong. As a Christian, I just want to say this for the sake of those who might be listening, not necessarily for those who are on the show, because I know what their belief system is, uh, except for Stephen. Other than Stephen. Uh, anyway, you know I said, uh, believe in Allah? Oh, I, I guess I got him going. Here. Well, you just okay. let him to come to the point? Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Well, Stacey. he said he knows what our belief system is. That's not true. I'm sorry. I don't Stacey. care. Just come to the point. <laughs> All right. Uh, in the Bible, in uh, Luke 22, chapter 22, you guys can look it up yourself. Luke uh, 22 and uh, verse 39, Jesus is talking about, he said, Jesus is speaking. It says, prepare the people. He's talking about preparing the people to overcome their enemies. And uh, the enemies were about to arrest Jesus. He was about to be arrested for his uh, belief system. So, Jesus asked his disciples, he said, when I sent you to you preach the good the news. Point. Just come to the point. You can't, you can't read the whole thing. It's not enough time. You have to come to the point. Some Let him go. If I can just uh, read it, I, I'll come to the point. Go ahead. The point is, Jesus, this is the point right here. Jesus asked his disciples, when I sent you to preach the good news, and you were without money, duffel bag, or clothing, extra clothing, how did you get along? The, the disciples answered, we did fine. We were provided for. But Jesus said, now take a bag and your money. And if you don't have a sword, sell your clothes and go and buy one. The master said, uh, Jesus, they said, we have two swords. And he said, that'll be enough. So I rest my case. They didn't have guns back then, certainly not an AR-15, but they had swords. So I think had they had guns back then, Jesus would have said the same thing as he is saying today to the church and to his believers. The, the sword so, was the word of God. The sword was a metaphor for the word of God. The sword.
Okay, excuse me. He was, was a metaphor for the word of God. No, it was no wait, metaphor. Wait. No he metaphor. Was he was talking to Nas, talking. and I don't understand what the comment was to Nas based on Nas talking about uh, his Dick interaction Gregory. with Dick Gregory. Dick Gregory so what said, was your Dick comment Gregory. to Nas, and what was Nas supposed to respond to? Well, Nas, oh. I was saying because totally he told us that. about Nas told us that Dick we Gregory told it. Nas that he didn't have to have a, a weapon, a gun in church because okay. God would take care of him. So I'm responding okay. to that. And he's That's saying, okay, thank you. So Jesus what's said you response? still have a re weapon. No, yeah. he can't okay. have any response. Yeah. He just got yeah. Yeah. Body slammed. That was not a metaphor. So Aguna, it was a mortal man trying that to was not a metaphor. God's word. No. Aguna, Nas wrong, is trying to talk. what Jesus warned us about. You're wrong. You're wrong. Yes, about uh, Julio, go ahead, no, Julio. Uh, what is your yeah, response? Yeah, I don't have much to say uh, to Aguna and to Cousin Todd and to Stacy. Uh, yeah, spending time and speaking with the great Dick Gregory was a beautiful thing. I respect that humanitarian civil rights activist who did way more for people than any other human that I've ever interacted with. So salute to that brother and rest in peace to him. Okay. That's it. Uh, we are out of time. I'm so glad because can I get, can I just say a, a fun fact, Stacy? Yeah, can I say a fun, yes. fun fact. Between the time of 2000 and, and 2021, there were 433, <laughs> 433 mass shootings. Three percent of those were prevented by a private citizen. Again, so out of the 433, three percent were actually. And then they weren't even prevented. They were just in a, they were given a situation where the private citizen could actually fire back. So think about that. When you think about all the mass shootings that happen, if we inject more and more guns, maybe that 3% will move to what? Maybe 4%? If we're lucky. Think about but if somebody breaks rare. into your house and you have a bunch of guns. Time out, time out, time out. Think about if somebody breaks into your house. Even with police to get a tactical, there's something called a tactical advantage. And in these mass shootings, especially if they're trained and armed, they have a tactical advantage just given the fact that they have the, the, the nature of surprise. And it's very hard for you to pull out a gun, find a target, get down. Okay, I understand it. It doesn't really happen. And that's indicative of that statistic. Out of 433 mass shootings, only 3% in which a citizen could actually re-engage the shooter. I would like to see. I would like to see your, what what you looked at because I don't believe what you're I'll saying. I'll send it to you. I'll okay. send it to you. It's not true. Cousin Todd. It is not true. Todd. Google it. Google it. No, I'll tell you. Google it. Google it. Google it. I will. Google see Google it. Google mass shootings prevented by private right. citizens. See what percentage comes up. I'll get you the Some, information. I bet Steven, you. And, and if it comes up what I just said, Stephen, you got to shave your beard. You got to shave okay. your you shave your beard and make a um take your mullet that you have. And I'm gonna make a, a turn it into a bookmark. <laughs> Something, That's not correct, Stephen. Okay. It's not correct. All right, right, all right, all right, all right. Some things in the Bible teach to the echo are some things in the Bible are parables, Stephen and That's Keith. That's not a parable. What so, do you know about the Bible? You can't quote oh the Bible unless you're talking about the Bible, Todd. Todd, you're <laughs> in no position to talk Stephen, about the Bible to Keith Steve, and I. Is married. Hey, hey you're okay. in no position. Close your legs, and married man. You're in no <laughs> position to talk to us about the Bible, Todd. You need you need to go on to talk about sports. <laughs> <laughs> 
Keith, you like that little joke, huh? Jesus, uh, Jesus, Jesus I don't, said. I don't, I don't Jesus, think, Jesus said right. you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. That's what Todd knows Thank about you. the Bible. Thank you. To our first responders in our community. To our first responders in our community, you make our lives livable. Thank you. Thank oh, you. Thank women and men of the U.S. military for all that you do in sacrificing <laughs> your lives so that we are free to say whatever we choose on this show. We are forever indebted, even though Julio mm. thinks I should say something different. <laughs> on, on behalf of Aguna, the Nigerian model, Keith, Beat down. Go Eagles. I got Eagles, Eagles big. I got Eagles big. Steven, I'm still Steven, taking Eagles. The independent thinker. Julio, thank you for joining us. I can't Julio believe you didn't have to say today. The and cousin Todd. And my cousin Todd. Oh, look at that scarf, that camel. That it is cool, man. Hey, hey. Im imitation is the most sincere form hey, of flattery. Hey, hey, Sorry. Hey, Sorry. Hey, I was just hey, talking about hey. imitation and all that. My name is Stacy Johnson. Let's keep this conversation going on Instagram, X, Twitch, TikTok. You'll see Stephen going a little nutso. Um, Stephanie Stallworth, The Flow Television mm -hmm. Network. And did I forget anything else? Probably, but I forgot some yeah, stuff probably. tonight. It's a lot. It was. A, it's a lot going week. on. There's a lot going on in this world. Ooh, you guys are too much. Hey, <laughs> you are, yeah. It was a good show. I think it was a good show. Yeah, that I like was it. good one. I mean, you that guys are good. always good, but you gotta uh, let people finish their point. Yes, and you gotta sum Steven, it up. You guys like seem to be going too far. He seems like he's long. drinking vodka all the time. You know what? I drank vodka when I was nice. 21. I had a limousine and and I drank about probably half a gallon. And I got really mm -hmm. sick for about three days. I drank I threw up so much on the side of my waterbed that we had to cut out all the carpet on that side. So mm -hmm. I never drank vodka again. And it pretty much turned me off alcohol all together. I want to ask Nas. Excuse me. I want to ask Nas. That was the 80s. Nas, why were, you so, why were you so quiet tonight, Nas? How come you were so succinct in your comments and didn't, you know, extrapolate well, more? He might have COVID. I, I choose oh. not to engage in stupidity and... Oh, wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, Guna's kind so of... So he never talked to himself. Gunas kind of spoken for me, but no, it's a form of discipline. Like you make a decision and say, you know, I'm not going to engage in certain things, and you just do that. And what you find is those things can't hold up on their own merit. They actually need something to bounce off of. And if you leave them alone and just let them bellow out nonsense, you see how ridiculous they are. No, we got the truth on our side. I don't know what y'all have. You're saying you did that to make everyone else who was talking too long make it more obvious that they didn't have to talk no, so oh, oh no 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 Stephen and Keith specifically need oxygen for their nonsense to turn into a fire he, he but if they don't get he had no rebuttal he had no rebuttal so he's making excuses for that stage he has no rebuttal he can't argue any point it is the same you see what happens the more you talk there's a saying the more you talk the dumber I get indeed well maybe you started off dumb has nothing see, to do with see, anybody else. Can you feel but, my brain is just going? See, the more he talks, it's just <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but Stacy, real real quick, if if you don't mind, there is something I did want to add to the show. And finally, the recording is done. So 
I still wanted to add it just for everybody. Uh, this is Ben Garin, the first leader of it's, We're, we're recording. It is still recording. Oh, okay. Well, I, I'll just read this uh, very quickly. I'll get out your way. So this is an interview with uh, Nahum Goldman. This is before Garin died. Uh, he said, Garin declared, I don't understand your optimism. Why should the Arabs make peace? If I was an Arab leader, I would never make terms with Israel. That is natural. We have taken their country. Sure, God promised it to us, but what does that matter to them? Our God is not theirs. We come from, we come from Israel, <laughs> it's true, but 2,000 years ago. And what is that to them? There's been anti-Semitism uh, from the Nazis, Hitler, Auschwitz, but was that their fault? They only see one thing, that we have come here and stolen their country. Why should they accept that? They, they may perhaps in a few generations forget the moment, but for now, there, there really is no chance. So it's simple. So we have to stay strong and maintain a powerful army. Our whole po That's our whole policy. Otherwise, the Arabs will wipe us out. And the, the gentleman asked him, how can you sleep with that prospect in mind? And the prime minister, Ben Garan, said, who says I sleep? So that's Ben Garan talking about the situation. And we see what that has brought years and years later the same military confined situation that is again declared apartheid by Amnesty International, United it's, Nations, but it, and also not apartheid. Doctors without borders. But it's not apartheid. The, the Jewish people yeah, want to live in peace. Israel wants to live in peace. Israel wants to live in peace. Israel wants to live in peace. And Hamas does not want to live in peace. They want to kill no. every Jew. From the river no. to the sea, they want to kill every Jew. So okay, every Jew right. is like, you, you know what? We've had enough of this garbage over the centuries, true. over the millenniums. We don't want to deal with it anymore. So you know what? If okay. you want to kill us, you're the bad guy. Because we, we've offered, Israel's offered a two-state solution, a two-state solution many, many times. But they'd never want it because all they want is five times. Thank you, Keith. But the Jew, but the is, but the Palestinians want the Jews to die. They want them to die. Why are they? They want them to die. Any questions? If you might make, it's like if if if, uh, if Todd leaves me alone, if we're next door neighbors, if he leaves me alone, we're cool. If he keeps attacking me every day, orders? eventually I'm gonna fight why back. Why are they encroaching? What are the what? settlements okay. about? Why are they Hamas is running. Hamas is running the show. Hamas is a bad guy, not the Jews. It's Hamas. What is the question? The question is why are they encroaching in the West Bank? They want a two-state solution. Yeah, I don't even ask the question. I don't know why. They've been wanting a two-state solution, but they never got resolution on because the people that want to kill them because they're Jewish. Well, they can't they make any deals with them because they want to kill them because they're Jews. Well, they so the Jews are like, screw it. Let's kill all of them. To so hell with them. Let's 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 kill all of them because <laughs> we can't the live in peace about. because of the. Okay, go ahead, cousin Todd. Okay, <laughs> I was going to make a comment because of these rats. Even won't stop. I'm good. <laughs> he won't answer the question. He doesn't know. He just you, wants to stay. You, you see, time. cousin Todd, you just let him go. No, <laughs> you're right. If, if you're a group of people who want to kill people, 
and you keep trying to kill okay. all the people, all right. then eventually you're going to get killed. If you're on that side, then you. Well, why, it, well, why, it, the people yeah. are you saying no. want to kill yeah. Something's you wrong with you house? if you're no. on the side of Palestine. Why are you in their house then? Goodbye. If they're trying to kill you. Why are you in their house? Bye. See you okay. next week. They're not Good in night. their house. You said two state solution. I didn't 